All right, everybody, we got breaking news here at one fucking hour. Uh, this is an emergency. This is an emergency. Yes, we're just getting word of a Category 9 sin apocalypse, and it's coming your way. That is right, Tom. We did not anticipate to record an episode at all until the new year. We had no idea, but we just decided to go see a movie in the theater last night, which was... Spoiler alert, Babylon by Damien Chazelle. Guys, I think we might have just witnessed the worst movie of the year. Wait, no. Maybe the worst movie of the decade? Wait, no, no, no. Mm -hmm. Maybe the worst movie of the new century? No, no, no. Maybe the worst movie ever fucking made. All right, stay tuned. We're going to talk about it. Motherfucking goddamn orange peel beef. <laughs> That's right. We had to put together an emergency recording session. We are on our phones. We are out of our normal comfort zones. We we're had to throw bed. this together. We're in bed. <laughs> we had to put this I'm, together. Uh, I'm hanging out with James in the purple crayon over here <laughs> in some strange world. I'm in some strange world. <laughs> That's right. We Harold had... In the purple crayon. That's right, everybody. Well, it is one fucking hour time. Of course, this is the show where we talk about one movie for one fucking hour. Uh, and tonight, we are going to be talking about a film that we saw, a brand new release movie from, that's right, 2022. Here we go. We're talking about Babylon by Damien Chazelle. Fucking maybe one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I am Evan Husney. Of course, we got Tom Fitzgerald in the house. Tom, what's going on? Hey there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we uh, di we didn't know what we were getting into. We got in over our heads, man. Last night we just yeah. went to the movies. Yeah, it was fucking brutal. And special guest also present at last night's screening. She's kind of the person that masterminded us going to it in the first place. Welcome back to yep. the channel, uh, Remy Bennett. How you doing, Remy? What's going on? I haven't slept. I'm exhausted. I'm delirious. Uh, it's been haunting my fucking dreams all night and by morning waking hours. So yeah, I want to get this out of my system. I want to cleanse. Cleanse it out. Cleanse yeah. It out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, think it, I think we all feel that way. Yes. We've been literally thinking about this movie for the past 24 hours. We've watched what little there is on YouTube, the reactions, <laughs> the reviews, the director junket interviews, the cast and crew interviews to try Ooh. and get this out of our system. But I think this might be the only way that we will be able to do that. So, um, all right, everybody strap in to, I can't yeah. believe this is real, but we are doing one fucking hour. Like I said, on Babylon from 2022. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm going to start well, the clock. All right. Do you want to say anything ahead but, of the clock? No. Well, maybe just like the, the, the just to, the, the genesis of this was, you know, last the last episode was movies we hate, right? Two episodes so, ago. Yeah. Right, right. Not Zodiac. Anyway, so we just did that movies we hate thing. And it's been kind of on our minds. And it was pretty fun to do. And we just were dilly dallying around with the idea of like, uh, what might be the movie we hate for 2022. And we threw out some titles. And like I said, we weren't prepared for this one. We thought it was going to be just like regular old like devils rejects bad or something. But uh, as we'll get into it, it's it's it was a shocking experience, you know. Yeah, let's we're 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 definitely going to get into the buildup of last night and why we chose to go yeah. see Babylon. Let's do that with the clock on. Um, yep. Okay. Last thing I'll say is, normal watchers of this show, this this is a breaking news episode. This is a new type of format here, so there's not going to be emergency. Emergency episode is emergency breaking news. There's going to be no fancy cutaways. There's going to be no, no zip zops and boop bops mm -mm. that you're used to on the show because we're just we we had to get this out now because it is breaking breaking news headed your way. Category yeah. nine, as we said. So, um, yeah. all right, I'm going to turn that clock on and then let's talk about the build up into going into this movie. Okay, clock is starting now. Okay, so. Last night, uh, Tom, you came to visit New York, as you do, uh, around mm -hmm. this time during the holidays. And we met up, uh, I think around, I don't know, maybe five or so or something like that. 
And we were talking about the police reports. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and yes, at just like, you know, two weeks ago, we did the movies. We hate episode of one fucking hour. Right. We've been really right. in that soup of talking about these movies that we hate. We've been really, it was fun. It was a fun episode. And we've been kind of living in that. We watched so many movies that we hate in preparation for that episode that we've been kind of stuck. At least I have in that headspace. And I think, you, us kind of being in the same room again, you know, and of course with Ramey, just kind of thinking about like, oh my God, should we go see a shitty movie that's a new release movie in theaters? Like that would be fun. Right. Like, let's, right? Right. I mean, that was the idea. Yeah. And there were lots of options because it's... Well, we had a short list, right? We had a short yeah. list. Like, uh, we had, uh, we were defaulting kind of on the whale because mm-hmm. there's a connection because it's, uh, we had done the Aronofsky Requiem for session. a Dream. Yep, Wrecking for a Dream. And we thought, well, Homeboy's back for 2022, so <laughs> I want to check out The Whale. And then uh, as far as maudlin boomer camp fest, we maybe would see The Faber. What is it? The Fablemans. The you know? Fablemans. <laughs> that was the word of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so that we were throwing that around. and But then dot, 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 Remy like dropped a, a bomb on us here. With yeah, the tell suggestion. us, Remy. Yeah. I, I just, I had an inkling, you know, I just, I, I knew that it would be, like we said, transcendently atrocious and abysmal. You did. And I, I didn't. I knew that. I had a feeling that this would be that movie. Mm. And I knew that if I had seen it by myself, I'd be wallowing in my own pain and torture for, for weeks on end trying to explain to you guys how fucking abysmal and terrible right, it was. Right. And I could never communicate that. So I was like, please do this with me. Do me a favor. Come with me. Be there on this journey. Because I, I can't talk about it later. I need you to understand. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. And sure. I think we're going to get into um, later on in the hour. I do want to spend some time talking about just a broader cultural sort of, you know, the, like sort of the phenomenon of how we're here, like how we got here with movies. Yeah being as bad as they are today, like yes. Babylon and, and like really kind of those kind of pretentious, um, like, like there's no checks or balances types movies like this. Um, like mm-hmm. that I want to get into, but going into this, I didn't, I, I I'd seen the Babylon trailer on TV, but it didn't really sink mm-hmm. in. And I, mm-hmm. I had seen that trailer for that awful movie, Amsterdam or whatever. Um, yep. Same thing. And both yeah. those movies sort of kind of conflated yeah. in my mind. So I, I yep, didn't really same. have any preconceived notions, but Tom, did you really like, like what did you know about this movie before we went in to see it? Yeah. Funny enough, it's actually analogous to what you were just saying. I literally saw like the commercial on an SNL broadcast and I thought I half looked at it and I was like, Wait, is that Amsterdam? Like, which one's Amsterdam and which one's that? You yeah. know, because they're both like um, edgy modern directors looking at the twenties. Was what I—that's the vague concept I had. And right. like the twenties, this is not your grandma's nineteen twenties. That <laughs> yeah. they both had that that feel. And I was like, do I care? And so, uh, you know, then I thought it would be serviceable because okay, it's the La La Land guy. I actually thought it was a musical. So mm. I thought that they would just like break out in song. It made sense to me where it, and it actually seemed like, I don't know if it's a good idea, but it seemed like an idea where you do sort of a twenties musical about the twenties, mm. but it has a little more, you know, like just that again, I really didn't think about it that much, but I thought I'm not seeing it is the main thought. And it looks like it would be boring because it would be a lot of uh, la la landishness. Uh, so I thought like, yeah, I'm probably never, ever going to watch Babylon. You know, I might have watched Amsterdam because I like David o. Russell. But this one I thought would just go like right by me forever. And I wrote you, know? you guys. I wrote you in. Yes. 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 And, yeah. and, and here is a look at the trailer we're oh, looking at it right no. now. Oh, God. <laughs> no. I know. No. And, yeah. No. And so. So what I came to know before going into it was that, yeah, this was a period piece in the 20s, sort of looking at, you know, it's got Brad Pitt, it's got, you know, it's got Margot Robbie, it's, you know, this is going to be a big movie about the 20s Hollywood and specifically the transition into the you know sound cinema and and I and I'm sort of thinking like Hail Caesar or you know something yeah. like that but but like right yeah. off the bat you're sort of looking at this trailer and you're watching it and you're seeing it's very garish it's over the top like look at all these camera movements that we're looking at that are just you know which right. we'll get into and so for me it sort of seemed like we were going to be watching some sort of campy Baz Luhrmann 
Um, right. You know, something that we would laugh at, like like Elvis. Like Elvis was pathetic, yeah. very pathetic, and 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 super normcore and hilarious just to watch. That's what I was hoping for. Something we could look at each other yeah. and like like elbow each right. other in the theater. And I thought that's yeah. what we were getting into with this. But boy, this oh was POW yeah. torture. And, 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 and yeah. we both, I think we're all. <laughs> what was it? POW torture. Yeah, that's yeah. what it led to. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what we got. Dick Cheney time. No, and uh, and also the, yeah. the 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 new uh, Great Gatsby. You know the 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 the, the cool hip hoppy adaptation. I, I thought I'd be I, I thought I'd be seeing a rapper like at a Roaring Twenties party. I thought it was going to be that kind of thing. You know, like, uh, you know, let's get some trap beats, you know, with this Roaring Twenties, like, you know, shindig yeah. with flappers, you know. I thought yeah. it was that kind of thing. And just celebratory, uh, you know, like camp, like great, again, I keep saying it, but like Great Gatsby, like, like uh, here's a modern twist. On, like, like, I think the premise that made, that I think would allure people is like, we're living, we've been living in kind of the Roaring Twenties now. And it's kind of like more similar to the Roaring Twenties than you might think it is because dot, dot, dot. Right. And uh, that's just – and then so it would be a very music video-ish, you know, all of it because they're trying to make a point that like they're, they're pre- they were pretty cool back then. You know, that's – again, I really was barely having thoughts forming when I thought about it, but that was the big idea. And like The Great Gatsby, the new one, I didn't I didn't plan on seeing it. So yeah, I now let's, great, I didn't see let's... The Great Gatsby, you know. Right, so here's a picture of Tom. Right. Um, <laughs> <at> the, <laughs> same jacket, I was which is pretend- great. Yeah. All right on. I was pretending uh, that I was excited when they had a, a dis- costume design display in the lobby. Yeah, well, it's very Zigfield Theater. Like, I used right. to go to <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love right. it. Yeah. Well, here awesome. we go. <laughs> so here's Tom, very very excited to to walk in to see Babylon. Uh, and you know, look, we're 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 like I said, we're we're going in for camp value holiday season film. Uh, and 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 we, then l- we let also me, you know planned what? on walking out. Though. We did say, oh, okay, yeah. my mother, my mother was also. There, yeah, we have to say. Yeah. Poor woman. So I right. dragged my mom to it and she's like, I don't know if I can, you know, it might be well, rough. I was like, okay, let's, we can walk out if we need right. to walk out. Because yeah. one last thing in, in the, all the pregame of this thing was uh, we, I, I just assumptively said, and it's going to be fucking three hours. Right. <laughs> and then you looked, and then you looked on your phone and you went, uh, actually it is. And I was like, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I was nine. like, yeah, I was like, I'll give it an hour and a half, two hours. Guys. Yeah, but I, I'm probably not going to make it. It's yeah. actually three hours and nine minutes long. Three hours and nine minutes, yeah. So it's right. over right. three yeah. hours. Um, over three hours, yeah. So here's Tom, right? Um, it, like like where my innocence was still intact, mm. where uh, my belief in humanity was still... The rosy cheeks and... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So naive, yeah. I was so naive back then. Yeah. You know, at, like, uh, at like 6.48 uh, last night. <laughs> now let's take a look at what Tom... Uh, oh, here, hang on. Sorry, uh, so this is where we're doing this impromptu, you know. So, yeah, this, yeah, is, this yeah. is this is how we do. This is how we roll. Uh, when we we're doing it. it's an emergency. This is an emergency. It's like you know, in Dawn of the Dead. Like, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> there is. That's yeah. Tom. Cut to me at like, cut to me at hour two twenty or something. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't. I want to say I I was not posing. Like no, he, I was. This he real. was next to me. Yeah, Evans next to me, and he just took a picture. Like that's where I was at. Right. This is at, real. At some point. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we were all in different stages stages of this throughout the film, you know, like oh, head in yeah. hands, just like you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh. brutal. So this was Tom trying to trying to get through this three three hours and nine minutes of perhaps <laughs> it was an the absolute test. worst fucking yeah. thing ever. So let's 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 just get into this. So okay, so we had all this build up again. Like I said, I don't want to belabor the point or bog down but like again Boz Lerman is kind of where our heads were at for this like kind of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so we, we knew it was going to be bad but then we looked at each other with our fucking jaws on the floor when I don't know minute two the first yeah. set piece well do you want to set this up because because you sort of said the movie opened almost you know with this kind of idyllic you know intriguingly T- tell us yeah. yeah go ahead go ahead yeah so all right anyway i was just remembering this today it's like uh uh the innocence that i had uh you know in life and with this film it it it, it, it was it was part of the first minute of the film because it starts intriguingly that's the word i, I 
thinking. And uh, it's the desert. You don't quite have any orientation. You see some man with an old beat up truck. Who is he? You know, like like classic. Let's start a movie. Have kind of like a uh, cold opening, right? Like yeah, stranger. Stranger you into in it. a strange yep. place. Yeah. Right. And right. it's like, well, he's, and, and then he meets another guy and they're like, and I was like, uh, okay, all right, I'm mm-hmm. with it. But then uh, that little scenario in the desert about, yeah, like a minute or two later, instead uh, you wind up in this, this place. Go ahead and uh, <laughs> drop, drop, drop so, that one. Uh, so minute two of this movie, never in my wildest fucking dreams would I picture the Lala guy Okay, this is the La La Land guy. This is the, you know, Damien Chazelle's the director, La La Land. You got Whiplash, you know. Yeah, very, very Sundance approved, you know, kind of filmmaker. Never in my wildest dreams. And this was going to serve as a metaphor for us for the next three hours and six minutes. Yeah. Was Mm. a giant elephant asshole expelling diarrhea, literally covering this poor actor in shit. And covering the lens. Covering, covering us, covering us. us. It was a, the, audience. the audience. It was a POV of this of the of the of the spray of like yes. a monster like uh, diarrhea, basically. It's <laughs> uh, a diarrhea explosion. Yeah, that, uh, we are being shit on as the audience on our faces. Yeah, two minutes in. Which, which two minutes? Yeah, in. yeah. And I'm like, what are you supposed to do with that? You know, and I have it, some thought. Yeah, but it was the tone of it. Like it was like it was the tone shift was right. so bizarre. Right. That it was like, and then everyone's screaming. All the actors around this are screaming, yeah, like, what, the right. fuck, what the fuck? And it's so right. over the top. And it's almost like trying to be in a, it, like, it was like a Fairly Brothers movie. Fairly. Like, right. Hangover trauma. meets, yeah. meets like trauma, Van Wilder, like every right. bad or trope like, of like uh, the dog biting someone's balls in a movie. And everyone's like, yeah. ah, you know, so, you're like, what? Or like, like that bad Sasha Baron Cohen movie yeah. where he's playing like the, uh, like the, like the low class uh, British guy. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's not good. But uh, yeah, it's, and it's lowbrow humor. Like, um, but I it's didn't know how funny, to take though. it. Right. But, and we'll get into that. The humor okay. of Babylon will be a, yeah. a subject. Well, you, we'll get into you, more. Yes. You, 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 you mm-hmm. actually said going into it, like, again, talking about what we, our expectations were and what we thought we were going to be laughing at was literally a movie where you know people will be popping corks every five minutes right right. yeah 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 Yeah. right and then instead yeah a lot of champagne yeah instead it was literally a guy being shit on and and you you know you guys did sallow you know like we're not against shit in movies and people getting shit on if it serves the film and if it serves the tone of the movie this was the tone was so off that it was embarrassing because it was the intention was just it was misdirected and it was no i know it fell flat well well, that's what i was thinking i guess it's like i didn't know how to take it as a viewer it's like yeah is this supposed to be darkly funny is this supposed to literally just be what it is a, a Fairly Brothers move, right. or is there some larger? Is there some larger metaphor, or is it actually a serious moment? Somewhat. Where is this going? Yeah. What context is it in? And because, who's it again, for? It, who's it for? Yeah, but it's <laughs> but it really is the first thing that happens in the film. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it is. So, yeah, so what do I do with that? So. What a fucking bait! What a fucking bait and switch! I mean, what our expectations were immediately like? Okay, what the fuck? Then the movie brings us to this very over the top, garish, ridiculous party scene that goes on for thirty minutes, which it's like you know yeah. people fucking, people snorting coke. Um, yeah. just really, really like, cringe. Like Go ahead. L- little people with dildos. Yeah. And, uh, people, naked midgets. people swinging. A lot of like, uh, like a, a, a really broad kind of cheesy uh, version of like having the wildest party of your life, you know? And, uh, and, it, and, that's, in. and you're in lots of urine and, and, oh, and yeah. it goes, and you just said it, like, there's going to be a running theme here. It goes on like uh 20 minutes too long yeah like he could he just could he could have been there but you just are stuck at that party for way too long and it's the same redundant footage and well let's get into it it's the beginning of really the iconic image of this film which oh. is tr- 
trumpet zoom outs like it's like jazz drummer trumpet yeah so it's like jazz drummer hey you know and there's lots of that and uh, it's just tedious like and nothing's worse than what's supposed to be kind of wild and fun is actually just kind of dull it's boring it doesn't have any energy it's not right because it doesn't feel uh, authentic not authentic and it's yeah it's too broad and also there's no funny little um he doesn't have a good sense of humor, which I guess we can get into at any point here. Yeah, he yeah. Thinks, well, he thinks yeah. he's funny, but it's not. He doesn't have a. I think even more than funny, I think he doesn't have any wit. Yeah. And for a scene, for a scene like that, you should have wit. Uh, you know, at least like a Blake Edwards kind of wit or something. You know what I mean? There's like no visual, sensibility. Yeah, there's no right. genuine sensibility that we're deriving any sort of like joy or humor from. So it's like it, it's like his whole when we watch those stupid interviews with him, he was like, "Yeah, I was doing research and I discovered that the twenties were actually pretty crazy and wild." Yeah. It's like, yeah, duh. But it's like he's not he's not accessing the reality of that those right. moments. So you're not like, like we talked about Boogie Nights. How he's he's also ripping off Boogie Nights the whole film, yeah. which is also so stupid to rip off Boogie yeah. Nights from the nineties. You know, it's just like really dumb but like yeah, it's yeah. like that movie what we talked about had so much texture so much character that when you're in those moments of excess like you feel every individual right. person and their experience and you're you're totally invested right yeah. and this is the opposite like you're yeah. not well, it's just in anybody. it's empty spectacle empty it's spectacle. like it's right. like uh, what am i supposed to do with all this information and these and these busy fucking frames and uh and it's loud and cacophonous and it doesn't grab yeah, and it doesn't ground itself on right. Like first, well, again, yeah. there's long term and short term problems, but this is the beginning of one of the major long term problem, which problems, which is you're not you're not really focusing on anybody, and when yeah. you do focus on individuals in these part in this party scene stuff, like you don't learn anything about them, you don't care about them, they don't have character quirks that you can like kind of ground yourself, and 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 then you're living vicariously with them through the party. Uh, it's just all very cartoons. Well, here's right. the here's the main yeah. thing. Here's here's the main thing. Okay, is um, you know obviously this director is indulging himself in the craziness of this set piece, right? And is he setting the tone for this movie, which is going to be set piece after set piece after set piece after set piece, mm-hmm. right? And the major flaw of the movie. And and this is kind of wild because coming coming hot off the heels of our movies we hate episode I'm I'm sitting here suffering through this movie right and and I remember looking right. at my watch and it was like oh my god we're you only try, 30, you, oh. you tried to leave the whole time no I know I know but hang on <laughs> I was only thirty seven minutes into this fucking movie okay and I'm looking at myself like holy shit like this is gonna be brutal but all the movies we watched and the movies that we hate technically for the movies we hate you know right i'm I, they're all flashing in my head right now because all those movies even though i hate them they have characters they have scenes yeah mm. they have they have they have something to latch onto you know Amen. Right. this is this is starting to feel like a matthew barney sort of like yeah. you know free so for worse. all you know, it is so much worse. I know. Without I'm the art. To, without the I art. I know. Well, I mean, it's, well, yeah. it's this. I know yeah. what you mean, though. And, like and it's, it's an like, installation or something. Yes. It starts to, It's uh, again, it goes back to what we hated about Joker, which was the idea of it seeming like a deck PDF presentation of just like, you know, right. okay, here's things we like, and we think the audience is going to think they're really fucking cool. But actually, you're not yeah. even considering the audience because there's nothing to actually latch on to. So first but off. But terrible right. production design, too. Well, I'm I'm just trying to mainline like 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 even though like I'm trying to think like there's like movies I don't like, you know, like uh Zack Snyder movies like Sucker Punch or you know, or like you know, three hundred or something. I know. Ah. I know. Yeah, yeah. But we got characters still and scenes still. I know. This exactly. does not have yeah. any yeah, of yeah, those yeah. things. Lack of any scene like structure. Bad, like no character. Yeah. Aesthetic aside, we're not actually learning anything about these characters. And then what this movie ultimately does, just to cut to the chase, and then we'll go back and talk about scenes. What the movie ultimately does does, is it's so abrasive in its lack of character and lack of scenes that, like scenes of like, you know, when something happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scenes, characters, that it actually, like the film thinks 
the filmmaker and film thinks that you should care about these people. So then in oh, the yeah. ultimate third act, yeah. when it's harping, punishing, harping on you to feel something for this movie and feel something for these characters, well, what it this wants film to do, hasn't it even wants fucking to, earned it, it. Not even one step. It, exactly. It wants to cash in, cash on, in. Uh, on the setup of like, like you love character A and you love character B. Right. Will character A and B get right. together? Well, they won't. They yeah. and it's like, and it's like, hey, uh, movie, uh, you didn't even begin. You didn't no, even no. hit like like the first step to getting no. any of us to care about these people. Actually, we don't they care. just seem like they actually just seem like jerks. And I don't give a. I I, I wouldn't mind if they all went up in jail and I just walk away. Like I don't care. You know, it's not that I I'm no saying investment. even. Sorry, Rami, I'm going to throw it right to you. But it's not even no. like, it's not even like I'm asking for to relate to them. I'm not asking um, to understand their point of view or to find something in myself no. that reflects to them. No. I'm literally basically just asking who the fuck are these people that I I'm trapped in this room with for three hours and nine minutes. I don't know. So I we... don't know who they are. But like, so the one of the lead characters is played by Margot Robbie, right? So she's supposed to be a Clara Bow type who's an yeah. aspiring actress who's living in poverty in LA and wants to be somebody. So she goes to this party, this huge party. So really the introduction of her is her trying to get into the party. And meanwhile, we talked about the outfit. So she's like, has this oh. wild, like 80s crimp hair and like this fifth, almost like disco dress element. with like yeah. 80s, like little booties. And she's uh -huh. like- let me in and like the accent yeah. which is like the bad new york jersey accent which is yeah. so over the top very she's very good at and, <laughs> very good at a bad new jersey accent and yeah. it's just like it's yeah. a, the, the, the performance is at 11 from 11. the get-go yeah and, like from the fucking get-go so it's like Abrasive. i don't know you're you're just a rubber faced like over the top like caricature and like you know i love margot robbie as a, as a human i root for her like we said she's great but like as yeah, a, yeah. like the director should have stepped in and be like how do we craft this performance so we get to know this person gradually right. like she just goes in there and there's no nuance and for the whole right. movie it doesn't change yeah, she yeah. Start, and where she starts yeah. is where she is. There's no modulation. No. And to her credit, and to her credit, you know, uh, Damien uh, left her uh, just like on an island. Like he exactly. Like, he didn't give her. There's no script. There's no there there. There's no you know nothing. like. There's no script, so she's just like I guess I'll just gesticulate and wave my arms and yell a lot. Yeah. You know? And there's yeah. no direction to craft that performance. And and I, I, I honestly feel bad for actors in that position because like you're hired, yeah. you show up, you have yeah. the script, you're like, I'm going to do my best. But if the director is not, if you're not in good hands, you're screwed. No. You know what I mean? No, like, you're so screwed. And so the whole film, we don't That's why it's a terrible her. job. She's supposed to be the heart of that movie. Each of these characters yeah. are cardboard yeah. cutouts. We don't give a shit about them, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. And so you, you're I mean, so bored. Look, let's, just, let's just really boil this down. There is simply, this is not hyperbolic. There's no character development, literally. It, it's just like, you know, you're, 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 you're at the place with, with her character from the first frame you see her to the last frame you see her. Yeah. And, and it's just like, and I'm just shrugging. And with everybody else. And there's this, uh, her, uh, her boyfriend-ish kind of guy, like the, the, the big male lead, who I call is this complete void. And and I don't want to actually diss the actor. The more we no. talk yeah. about this, like yeah, yeah. maybe maybe he's a good actor. I haven't really seen him in anything else. But like like he's such an empty place because he's even less. He's the other kind of problem when you have a, an actor uh, who has no director guiding you. She yeah. hams it up. He hams she, she hams it up, and then he's just like he's just like a cardboard cutout of like male adult lead. Well, can I? He just can stands I... there, and I have nothing to work with. And again, I. And, and and or I also don't kind of like him. He just seems like an unpleasant uh, like person who, for an unknown reason, has ambitions. Hang on, there's no backstory. There's no history. There's no internal life in his in him. I'm just thinking of the viewer who may not have seen this movie. I just want to set up who this person is real quick, and and yeah, to yeah. just quickly put a bow on what you were saying, uh, Remy, real fast is when when you do see Margot Robbie and I'll transition to the male lead but when, when you see Margot Robbie show up at that party and, and now we're with this character we're assuming she's one of the main characters obviously she's a star and we're seeing her yeah, yeah. and she's already so out of place with the 80s hair and the 80s dress yeah. and, 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 and then so now we're like okay 
now it's not e- we're not even going to be paying attention to the aesthetic we're not even going to be paying attention to what's historically accurate and appropriate so that's no. out the window so now i can't grasp onto that so it's another free fall sort of thing as a, as the viewer um but okay so then we have this character um played by Diego Calva, who's like a, he, he's kind of a newcomer. This is his first big Hollywood film. He's a Mexican actor and mm-hmm. primarily in Mexican films. And they discovered him for this movie. I'm very happy for him that he has this opportunity. I know. He seems like a great mm. guy. He seems like a really good actor, but yeah, he, yeah, he might be, he, 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 he be. might be, you know what? I'd love to see him play a character someday in a movie. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> a talented director. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he, he plays the character of Manny Torres, who is starts kind of as a... Uh, he's the guy who's trying to get this elephant to this to this party we're talking about that shits on this right. everybody. But, um, yeah. but this Manny character somehow you know, is breaking into movies, whatever we see him sort of on the sidelines. This, this, this person is reserved to the sidelines. He is not literally in this movie. He is literally like, almost like you have mistakenly captured a crew member on film in every right, single right. scene that he's in. He's literally window dressing. And yep. then uh, he somehow, zero to 60 in this movie, becomes an executive at the studio. Which makes yeah. there's no transition. Like two hours, two hours. Two hours in, he's the head of the studio. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking yeah. sense. And then, and, yeah. and it and happens, it, and it happens in, in the blink of an eye. And there's no setup. There's no logic to it. Also, there's no modulation. You don't see him change. Like he doesn't become like, uh, like you, you see in his eyes, he gets colder and more jaded yeah, or like, something like yes. that. Like because the thing is, like, just if I can articulate, like what should be happening kind of normally is like. He's wide-eyed and idealistic. Like I love just watching the movies, <laughs> and, and then like, and then when he becomes an executive, he gets like you know, uh, Michael cool. Corleone and Michael Corleone and Godfather Two. You know, like uh, shut the door. You yeah. know, like this is listen. This is a business, straight. You know, like, and he's like hardened by like the the, the business side of this exactly. dream of this dream factory. He he always wanted to be in. But he's the same you know, fucking person. The but, whole but honestly, <laughs> there isn't anything even resembling what I'm saying. Yeah, I know you're yeah. making it he's, sound a lot he, better than it is. Yeah. All, the only no, difference is not, he's, none of that I said is happening. The only no, thing no, is no. he just he's just wearing suits all of a sudden. That's yeah. it. Like, exactly. Can we also talk about just like the in like so after the party scene, which goes on way too 30 minutes long. like we like it's actually you're you want to tear your hair you're like scratching your skin like get yeah. me the out music of here. the music like, is horrible the music, the music is terrible are just not cool they're not pretty no. they're not interesting they're no. just garish and modern yeah. it's not even like you know sofia coppola's like mary antoinette like sure right. there's problems with that movie it's a little annoying but yeah there's beauty in that production design so you style over substance sofia coppola's really good at that you know what i mean and like like you can marvel at oh my god this production designer did an amazing job this is like know, there's no yeah. style and there's no substance it's yeah. so very then like you go it's very matrix everything at the wall it's, yeah. it's very old and like it's garish and like it's modern very and shitty it's very matrix, matrix reloaded um dance <laughs> all, all you millennials out yeah. there will remember the matrix reloaded rave scene it's oh, the matrix yeah. reloaded rave yeah. scene just with some it's supposed to be like 20s and it's like yeah it's everyone's just like yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like it's it's it's, oh oh, flea too so we have flea and flea's in there everyone is screaming so just just to let you guys know like from the start of this film people are just every character whether they're an extra a supporting character a lead (laughs) they are screaming So like yeah. you, it's like it's like someone like a kid directing something or a high schooler who's like we want energy so just scream you know yeah. like where yeah. the, there's no so everyone's saying motherfucker and fuck you yeah. and shit it's a like, high it's a high school play uh, high school you know. play and, and so <laughs> yeah. we so we we have the party scene okay that's that we want to kill ourselves and then yes. that's over and then the next scene is Margot Robbie gets plucked out of the party and she goes to set to be like you know yeah, in yeah. this film and she's like right. the bit part right so. We go onto the set. It's supposed to be this like amazing, beautiful, like movies, like epic the magic filmmaking, of early like, Hollywood, chariots yes. of fire kind of thing mm-hmm. of like oh, seven hundred mm-hmm. extras and all that. And, yeah. and that's a great concept. That's a I love to yeah, see. Yeah, yes. But yes. it's like it's so cartoonish, and that it's like people are flying in the background and things are exploding, and everyone's right. like a cartoon character. It's, zany. it's like almost zany. And Can then you kind interject? of yeah, yes. No, well, well, just uh, 
let's get to this uh, a big chunky point at least for me like um like uh the humor of babylon yeah like I, l- l- before. I think that's a so, big thing yeah yeah so let's just do it so if, if you'll guys will indulge me everybody for a second um i actually started thinking about uh, steven spielberg's 1941 when i was watching this because uh the famous thing here is 1941 by steven spielberg after close encounters after jaws he said i'm gonna make a comedy you know Oof. about uh you know like like right before pearl harbor uh in 1941 so the thing though with all those hollywood brat pack guys uh, of the time uh you know uh scorsese and de palma all of his peers and his friends they're all looking at each other and going wait what steven made a is making a comedy <laughs> but, no, no no it's like no and they're like they're like but steven's not funny and they're like i know and guess what it's his only comedy and it's sort of a cringe fest but also this is what i'm bringing it up is um 1941 is very busy and very loud and very screamy too it's 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 very um it's like trying to be that live action cartoon thing and zany mm. and it's like funny equals like loud and bang mm. and Abrasive. people shout you just I, I don't know if you guys have seen yes yeah i've yeah. seen 1941 but it's like it's often everybody's just like running around the street there's fist fights there's things falling there's breaking you know there's tanks rolling uh you know like there's people like falling out of the sky it's just <laughs> uh uh it's just a busy uh, uh, loud mess, and I think he, I think both of them, <laughs> Damien and Spielberg, are trying to do like this sort of. Uh, it's so sad to even think of it, but like a Marx Brothers Harpo kind of thing. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. You know, like like yeah, it's trying to be like Marx Brothers, like manic antic energy. Yeah. And if and if you watch like in Duck Soup when they're doing, um, you know, like one of those musical numbers. Yeah, yeah. Th- that's the neighborhood that these guys are are sort of trying to do that kind of comedy. If, and there's is, such I, great nuance in Duck Soup. You know what I mean? Like I was every just say, yeah. line, it's beautiful. Yeah, well, it it's is. really difficult to do. They also have incredible performers. The Marx incredible Brothers. performers. If, if if I can just real quick too, and this movie also, so it's all everything you're saying, right? Really unfunny, painfully unfunny. Try hard to be funny, and and it's it's coming cringe. from a, yes, a a cringe, a, a director who who uh, does not possess that talent to be funny no. or to be subversive no. or or no. or to be clever or to have wit as you as you mentioned earlier, but it is also is is smothered in pretension, which is also oh. what 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 makes it repulsive so you have somebody who really is not funny and does not have that <laughs> capability of being funny yeah and so yeah. It's, it's it's that it's that sort of like i can only because the only way i can relate this is like somebody who is like a criterion fanboy you know who is interested in the movies on a surface level like they're only interested in the graphic design of the DVD packaging and they don't really right. understand the soul no of these heart. films there's they don't yeah they and, don't understand and they read, and, yeah they're also like first first period of the wikipedia entry level yes surface and, level that's the depth and, that's yeah. the depth. of the of the top 100 AFI movies it's yes. that well that that's what i was saying it's like the AFI yeah. it's like it's like yes criterion 2 but it's not even that deep so let me land this plane. It's <laughs> it's 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 literally the the surface level Criterion fan who wears a scarf in the autumn, and and he's he's literally um, that type of person who is unfunny, not fun to be around, trying to be subversive and funny, and it comes yeah. off extremely. Um, off-putting like it's it's like it's like almost witnessing somebody at a party who like you know mm. said said something that went too far like 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 they're they're they're, they're most you <laughs> yeah. know what i'm saying like it's it like, doesn't it's land. like well, it's no like you know no, what reminds no me no social grace it's, it's it's a guy in the kitchen at a party who's doing magic tricks <laughs> <laughs> and you're like just oh, don't do stop, this are you stop. are you trying to pick up women or something or like like yeah told that you were told that like it'll help you like, social lubricant like yeah. magic trick yeah. cringe yeah. you know but can i, but, can I but, say something about yeah, that go. okay yeah. so in terms of like we're talking about the film references and it's supposed to be so like we mentioned hail caesar we mentioned movies like this is a movie about it's supposed to be about the history mm. of hollywood yeah. the history yeah. of filmmaking right yeah, yeah. but what's mm. so bizarre we talked about this last night after some wine mm. that <laughs> There's the essence of those brilliant films, whatever those films may be, 
whether it's Duck Soup or, or whatever those movies might be, the essence of what made those brilliant, there's zero trace of that in that. So if you're, if you're, let's say you're, Damien Chazelle wants to say he's a student of these movies and he's trying right. to emulate that, but in a really robust way, like it seems as if he woke up, he slept his entire life. He woke up in 2008. He only yeah. saw movies yeah, from yeah. 2008 yeah, to the yeah. present. Yeah, and yeah. his references yeah. are literally right. like, yeah. I'm right. actually referencing like Hail Caesar. Well, Boogie yeah. Nights is an exception. And like yeah, Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. And like all these terrible Very Wolf of Wall movies, Street. Yeah. Terrible it's, modern It really movies. is. Yeah, Wolf but, of but, Wall but Street. But I'm not referencing... I'm not referencing the authenticity of those earlier movies. I'm just taking from the really shitty movies of the past 10 years. I can do that. And then throwing them into what? This is a premise that we, we did. This is one of the 15 conversations we had last night. Yes. And, and one of the threads is it's the Xerox problem. Oh, you know, like if you, if you Xerox one page a hundred times, you start not being, you're not able to read the page, you know? Can I and explain so, this, uh, please? So and yeah. it's like, you, yeah, and, yeah and, you, and you lose the source where it's like, yeah. like Scorsese was into the red shoes and yes. you're just, and you're into the, the things that influence Scorsese. So you're not even, you're not even, you're lost. You're never going to make it to the red shoes. <laughs> it's, no. it's actually you know? worse because, than that. It's actually worse than that because it's like, here's, here's, this is a, Big topic. You guys are bringing up some bangers here. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. This is is why we're doing this episode. This is really why we're doing it. Because let me just get this out because I'm I'm dying over here. So, okay. The, the, how did we get here? Okay. How did we get to a point where movies have become so fucking bad and there's no consequences? Can I put it in a different way? Uh, Is how did we get to, an eighty-five million dollar film yeah. playing uh, to, to, in thousands of theaters soon. <laughs> warning, warning in January. coming. Like, yeah. like, like, because this is not a sm- this is not a small experiment. No. You know, this is true, not like true. a Lars von Trier. This should a be Lars- a mainstream. This is not popcorn holy ro- movie. Yeah, it's not holy rollers we're talking about. So this is eighty-five totally. million dollars. Okay, okay. And so I just wanted to help you with that. Yeah. Go ahead. Thank you. Okay, thank Evan, you. Go. Thank you. Okay, so really, this is what the problem is. In our culture, our culture is rolling over on itself continually yeah. from generation to generation to generation. And every time it rolls over, a little bit of that soul gets drained out and that Xerox is starting to degrade, like Xeroxing of the culture. Every time you do, you lose a generation, right, of quality. Yeah. So if you're talking about, you know, Scorsese, you know, and then, of course, you know, like uh, this is a bad example, but you're talking about you know, Goodfellas and Casino happens. That hits, it becomes a cultural phenomenon. Then PTA does a Xerox of yeah. that, right? And it's not that yeah. it's the one Xerox down necessarily isn't bad, right? No. But it's it's one degree less authentic, right? right? And then you get a it's Xerox. It's a separation. Yeah, it's one degree separation. Then you get a Xerox. Tarantino. And it's like, then it's like Tar- a Tarantino mm-hmm. or then it's a American Hustle, right? And then, then, right. And then you get another Xerox, and you get a Damien Chazelle. So you're really like four or five Xeroxes deep, and you're really yeah. losing the heart and well, the soul of what, what made these movies. So, so, so it's, well, sorry, hey, real quick, mm-hmm. it's, it's just fanboy of fan. So, you know, it's like Scorsese, like, you know, PTA or Tarantino is the fanboy of Scorsese, but now you're getting the fanboy of, of Paul Thomas Anderson. A, so it's just going down. A fanboy down, of the fanboy. Fanboy of the 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 fanboy. And the that's bonfire it. of the fanboys. No, but <laughs> but and well, here's but 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 let's actually get like another layer deeper about this. Okay. It's like what like because we're talking about the degrading of um. Well, actually, the, the metaphor I was the metaphor I was liking was like the rollover when you're saying like things are rolling over. Yeah, it's yeah. like um like like as it keeps rolling over, like it's picking up less um of the of the uh, the the burrs of the past. Like it's it's yeah. like retaining yeah. less. You yeah. know. Something yeah. like that. But what I'm saying is what is what are we seeing, especially in the example of this film, Babylon, what are we seeing that really is, is reducing? And I'll say it's not what we're not losing is zippy dippy editing. That's oh. like happening. That's still happening. There's a lot of casino quick montages of like establishing the world. I call those, you know, flashbulb montages where it's like flashbulb. Yeah headline you know and then it's like a, and then and then there's the audio of like a car breaking like you know and he, he that's certainly that that casino stuff 
which I like and support because, hey, you know, that's Scorsese. He brought that to the fold. But what I'm trying to say is that has been maintained. But much more deeply important, as we were discussing last night, you know what's disappearing? And I know it sounds, again, hyperbolic. We're missing script writing. Yeah, for sure. There's no script in this movie. Yeah, a fundamental. And then the second thing, I'll open it up to you guys. I'll shut up. There's really less and less scripts, and that includes Baz Luhrmann and like you know uh, that kind of uh, you know Elvis yeah. stuff. The second thing is, uh, for lack of a better term, a kind of gatekeeping or guidance, or 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 or, or 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 clear. Or how about clearer, more objective heads? Because this is mm. auteurs gone wild. It is auteurs so, gone wild. So auteurs gone wild, and you have less and less people monitoring where these films are going. And they're and, and they're and they're getting really off the deep end because they're an indulgence of one quote unquote creative mind. So where that's why can we I say something about that quickly? Yeah. Or Evan, are you I just want to say one question out to the people. Where are the fucking producers? Where are the Robert Evans? Where are the people right, right, who are keeping right. these fucking nerds in check with their fucking okay. bullshit? Sorry, go ahead. But I want right. to say something about that because <clears throat> This is not a Michael Cimino situation. It's not. This is not a Heaven's Gate. Oh, so, like, right, right. I, I think it's really important to make that delineation because it's a bomb. Because this, this movie is going to be a we, bomb. Yeah. But no, but when we talk about like you know you talk about Heaven's Gate and that legendary situation mm-hmm. with Cimino, where right. he you know it was the auteur of the seventies, all those auteurs, and it was like okay, they're th- this is the new culture. Let's give him free free reign, right? Um, yeah. That movie. I think is uh, I think it's a brilliant movie, and I think there's there it's it's an amazing rewatch. The story's amazing, but the mm-hmm. studios got terrified, right? He supposedly bankrupted United, United Artists, but mm-hmm. this is not like Chimino. These people were super. They actually were auteurs. They were authentic. They had a yeah, vision. They had art. Like when you read about Heaven's Gate and what he put into that, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of like there's there there one little there. roller skating scene. He made them uh-huh. rehearse for six months to like right, learn right. how to properly roller skate in the way that you would do it in that era. Like it really was genuine. So he, this is he not and those that. others were true wild visionaries. They were. This is like they were visionaries. This is auteur cosplay. Yeah, this cosplay. Is cosplay. Okay. Yeah. These auteur cosplay. Thank you. That's are the word pretending, I was pretending and they've yes. gotten validated by yes. The yes, culture the system. and validated the system. by critics and validated yep. by the system. So they're like, okay, they get no. that same kind of blank Ramey. check. But because there's no authenticity, Ramey, it's it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, dar- it's, it's a, darker. It's a prescription for hell. It's, it's a actually for Babylon. It's, it's actually it's actually <laughs> darker because you have cosplay critics. Who are not yeah. real film critics? You have cosplay no. film critics who are enabling cosplay auteurs and cosplay right. producers. They're Everyone's we're, they're all in cahoots. This is a fucking conspiracy. Now let me, <laughs> let me let me let me let me let me get through one other thing too because we're touching on all my favorite subjects here. Um, so <laughs> th- there's th- there, there's one other really egregious aspect to this movie that's re- so okay. Uh, I I don't want to like we, we're we're watching this movie. It's painful. It's th- hours are ticking off, and literally, we're not seeing characters. We're not. We're not. We're not actually like spending time with anybody to get to know them. We're literally just seeing images in front of our faces. It's it's really, really, mm-hmm. really alienating. We're no super. Al- There's no thread. We're just not attaching to anything here. This is really bad. But the movie takes a turn that makes it even worse because it starts to get sentimental, as I mentioned earlier, where it's it's, 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 it's actually assuming that you cared about all these people, okay? So then where where it goes is it goes into (laughs) the most pretentious fucking self-indulgent thing I've ever seen in a fucking movie where it has that main guy we were talking about. We haven't talked about Brad Pitt yet, but it 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 has Diego Calva, in this movie, the uh-huh. guy who we were mentioning is a non-character. Tom called him boring guy for the past 24 hours. But boring <laughs> yeah. guy, um, boring guy fucking, uh, you know, 20 years later, is now we're into the 50s. Movies are all oh, the rage. God. Singing in the Rain oh, is happening. God. And it's this epilogue in the film after all the characters have committed suicide in this film, which is super contrived. And that's a separate, separate, yeah, yeah. uninspired note. But anyway, so the, so the Diego mm-hmm. Calva character, 20 years later in this epilogue, goes to L.A., 
and he goes, I'm going to wander into a movie theater and he sees Singing in the Rain mm. and he watches Singing in the Rain and then he starts to get emotional. But then the movie goes into this hyper stylized <laughs> I, 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 like montage of the history of cinema. Okay, guys. Montage. There is now, literally. Now how about this? Wait, hold on. If you okay. were making a montage of film history, let's see. Uh, here's what I would do. If I was doing a mm. montage of film history, I would make sure that uh, Tron is there. Tron! Uh, Termina- Terminator 2 has got to get in there. Got to get Avatar, Avatar in there. Guys, yeah, exactly. there is but, a shot also, in this uh, movie. And, and Persona for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Persona, I watched, guys. I watched something last night that had a montage where right after Avatar footage is Ing- 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 Ingmar Bergman's Persona. Uh, dude, I can't believe <laughs> I uh, you do not adjust your television set. This is real. Guys, there is a shot of the T1000 from Terminator 2 in this fucking movie. As yes. in the context of the history of cinema of the being film a, in the film. Of the, so mm-hmm. but what makes it even worse, like that's okay, the, Tron, like the fucking light bikes in Tron are in this movie. What what makes <laughs> yeah. this terrible this is, and insane, this is actually so much more insane than any of the movies we covered two weeks ago on movies we hate. It is. Is oh, that yeah. so this movie is so the the hubris of this fucking criterion uh asshole. Yes. AFI uh, motherfucker. This AFI guy. To 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 insert <laughs> himself and its and this movie into the pantheon of cinematic right. achievements to assume is, that it even to assume, would have yeah. there to assume, yeah. dude, you were no. the film that didn't win Best Picture, bro. What are you doing? This is right, this right. was this was well, but uh, yeah. Has to be. It feels seen like a ride, like we said. It feels. Like, it felt like in you know in Disney World when you did those rides and there was like the Michael Jackson ride or Universal right. where it's like all the different. Mo- it literally the end of the movie was like, oh, now we're in a Universal Studios ride in your. <laughs> That's fucking exactly movie? what it felt like. Well, it's well if if I can't, it's hard to unpack this film because there's so much bad stuff that's nonstop happening for over three hours. But non-stop. the ending is so like because like see we're addressing one problem at a time. But like we're talking about this cringy montage, but if I can, let me just walk everybody through this for just one second. The the, the succession of events. Here's the note. Here's the final note the film lands on or notes is yes. The boring guy crying. Watching uh, Terminator 2 footage. Yes. Go on. Right now. (laughs) No, then it's a montage. Then it's a montage. And then it, and then it disappears into abstract, uh, re- uh, colored frames and literal psychedelic light show, uh, uh, like um, you know, water meets Petri uh, dish. Colored Petri dye. Dish. Yeah. Then it cuts back to him crying on a lingering, uh, uh, unflattering shot of him crying, and it's kind of too dark. Then it cuts to a it's a second montage, which is black and white depictions of what you just saw in the oh, previous oh, three hours. Oh, so you're watching. You're watching the the film you watched have its own montage, and you're supposed to be like getting choked up because you're remembering. You remember that scene. Remember those two. Remember the look she gave him. It's like, <laughs> wow, not quite. And then guess what? It goes back to the party. You know. Yes, we go back to, to the wrist. party. We go back no to the party. No one cared about any of these scenes. No one cared. Yeah. Like, and, and all I'm trying to do here is just like. It's so there's no grace. That's the other thing he doesn't. He doesn't have wit and grace, which are absolutely elemental to any truly creative, uh, you know, like a crass crass person. You know what I mean? And he has no grace because he's not. He's like landing the plane, like he's bumping on the runway. It's like like he's not. You know, like you. Any movie's a plane landing. You know, like you know, and like you know, you land the Godfather. The door closes. You know, but he's just like. I guess I'm landing here. No, I'm not landing there. No, I'm gonna go back. And it's just like well, it's, it's so. It's, I it's, think what it is. It's yeah. he has no short footing. Well, he doesn't know what he's doing, and he has no short footing no. about the grace note that you're landing on. Like, leave. What are you leaving us with? What is the the, the final? Um, and There's it's like no it's a mess. Authentic it's a mess. essence. No, and, 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 and it's, also yeah. Well, it's it's, it's also. Confused. I'm sorry. That's what it, I'm it's, saying. It, it, Ramey, sorry. One thing. It, it's like with two, no, to make it a, to make it to make it a comparison for the view, listener is it's like you know. 
2001, A Space Odyssey becomes cosmically brilliant by the end of the film because it takes it earns everything. it. It earns it, and it takes it up, and it brings it to this level yeah. of like, holy sure. shit, bro, what does oh, this yeah. all mean? These filmmakers you know? don't get that you have to earn those You moments. have to earn it. You have to earn and it. I, right. I said this to you, Tom, last right. night with Zodiac. The scene with, with you know, Arthur Lee Allen and they're all sure. standing in, you know, when they visit his work. The and, interrogation, and you, yeah. Or the interrogation scene. David Fincher earns that moment to such a degree that every flicker of their eyes or those expressions, mm -hmm. you feel everything because the mm -hmm. pacing, the story, yeah. the mm -hmm. script writing, the performance, it's an orchestra. That's filmmaking. Crap, this fucking yeah. guy has no idea how to do that. No, so then when, yeah. when you when you when the guy's crying in the, in fucking Babylon and the close up, you don't feel anything because we and have yeah, I know. And the sad but irony. Just, the sad irony yeah. of this and the clock is dying. I have so much more to say, but oh! the sad irony of this is that, you know, just to quickly touch on Brad Pitt, whose character is completely vapid as well too because he's literally that cliche washed up mm -hmm. actor that we've seen in every movie ever and you know he's somebody who you know obviously the the talkies come in and he falls by the wayside but there's yeah, a yeah. There, there's a scene in this movie where he goes to see uh, a movie of his his latest film which is the turning point in his career where then the audience starts to turn on him and start to laugh at him because it, what he's doing all the schmaltzy stuff he's doing is laughable now but it's so ironic because that is what we are as watching this yeah. movie I know. Uh, yeah. watching it and and how it's so completely uh, missing the fundamentals of the craftsmanship that it requires to make yeah. it. Make it. It's literally somebody. And the missed opportunity yeah. is like yeah, unbelievable. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. when you talk about like we we talked about last night with like okay Hollywood Babylon Kenneth Anger right like when you right. read those stories you have so much material to work so from much the material. source material like these really interesting nuanced tragic cool no, stories how about this? you could that have pulled woman, from those stories there, there, an actress hung herself from the hollywood sign yes Where was like, it? like that's like the most unbelievably cinematic thing that you'd, you'd want to you'd watch it sink your teeth that should into. be the none of these stories were in this movie that none should be of the these poster stories. of the movie like you know? like literally the, the deepest thing you get is that margot robbie off screen has a gambling addiction. Yeah, I know. Off screen. And, and, and you never see it. Yeah. You don't see what? it. But, and they do some cocaine. Right. It's like the real stories of Hollywood Babylon are unreal. And yeah. guys, people should go no, and read this. I, I think I have two quick thoughts just to just to maybe uh kick around the dirt here in the final stretch. I got two uh, things I, I gotta get in though. That. But go on. Okay, okay well, we'll, we'll get them. Oh well just okay, I'll just I just there's just statements and you know just like add it to the the ball rolling down the road. But uh two things. I think you guys really hit something. Uh, this is very participation trophy kind of filmmaking. I think yeah. you you really nailed it when you were saying like like what's that phrase? It's like um, it's somebody who thought that they uh, they hit a, a triple, you know, but you know like but they but they were born on third base. You ever heard yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. And it's like yeah. you know well, yeah. yeah. And so it's an it's a kind of entitlement. It's like um, entitlement. Like yeah. Yeah. And so and 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 an assumptiveness. And I think you really nailed that because. Like they don't even understand that, that you that how or that you the value of earning something. No, you know. No, and then the, no. the, but 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 then strangely, there's this one other thought, and I'll shut up. Is it it belabors the point? This film is very indulgent and belabors the point. Him being a sad, washed-up actor is just beaten to the fucking ground. Everything's oh, over, and like, over and over and over. Be a dead horse. Every point is bluntly rendered. And it's and it and it done five times over. Oh I yeah, say that. dude, dude, over, over and over and over because it's, because because the, because the filmmaker has nothing to say and every scene. No and then of course, no and, then, and then and then what's the payoff? He shoots himself in the head. Give me a fucking. Which is break, another dude. Boogie Nights ripoff. Yeah. Oh no, totally. So this movie. Totally. So anyway, I, I just want to I just want to say I mean we didn't even get to the scene uh, with uh, really really one of the worst scenes I've seen in 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 all of film. Is a is a scene involving Margot Robbie, where she's sticking yeah. her her she's she's really sticking it to she so 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 she gets sort of branded as a wild child sort of out of control you know sexual free yeah, spirit yeah. kind of character and then she and then her it's starting to it worked for in the beginning of her career and then it's starting to be a detriment so she rebrands herself as she's trying to rebrand herself um and then so there's there's a sequence where she's trying to fit in with the rich crowd but then it doesn't go right and then of course I called it she's gonna vomit on everybody it's literally. 
just again that not funny abrasive like no nuance uh, actors with a long leash it's just so cringe yeah. it's one of the long cringiest leash. things i've ever seen in my entire life but i do want to touch I, on I, it. you 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 it, we can never describe it you have to witness it you have to it's see it's it. the whole thing is unbearable in all these different kinds of ways groundbreaking and, uh, it's and, groundbreakingly and, and feel, bad yeah it's like it's it's irresponsible to, to treat an actor like that and let them uh, it do is these kinds i actually felt it is abusive to her yeah. it is yeah. i agree okay. i agree so real quick as a sum up as a summation to this rami this is a topic you're very familiar with too because i, I because i i do want to get into how did we get here you know we did talk about the rolling over but there's a lot of movies coming out this year and last year and i'm sure in the future oh yeah and, and we're talking about big movies we're talking about now i didn't see this movie but from all reports indicate that jordan peele's nope also kind of follows a similar trajectory of sort of a film that doesn't really reach out to its audience. It's a series of sequences that, that are just kind of, you know, one after the other. And we're sort of expected to sort of connect with this in any way. But what like, is it that we're like, losing? Po- like we're saying, like post, post screenwriting, like where's post, the script? Where's the, post where, where's screenwriting. the pacing? Where's yeah. the structure? Yeah. Right. Where, where are the modulations that make us feel something? We don't feel anything. So we're right. watching this spectacle and we know they're putting so much effort into the spectacle, and money. but we don't feel shit. You know, yeah. and you're, you're the, the feeling thing is supposed to be um, like that's supposed to be the subtext, like 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 Close Encounters or something. Like you feel so much from that movie, right? But yeah, it's all yeah. subtext. Yeah. They're not telling you, and they're not you know forcing you. You're just like it's emotional, right? Like Nope and Licorice Pizza and Licorice Babylon pizza. are three right. Right. really good examples. Three examples, all yeah. pastiche. All style, people gone wild, no checks and balances, gone wild. Yep. auteur hubris, yeah. and no one saying like, guys, this fucking sucks. Like, Think like, of the like, audience. Like, like let's like, like let's yeah. take some notes on the script. Well, we were we were talking about like like uh, I, I, it sounds bad to say it, but there really are some rules to um, a presentation to yes. an entertain to entertainment. I mean, I'm very into really hard avant-garde experimental film and everything art yes but like but they have their own kind of crazy rules Again, not 80 million dollars though when you're spending yeah, 80 these million are eight, dollars. yeah right these are 80 million dollar multiplex movies so it's like like follow some rules or totally. make up your own or or and then i'll shut up make yeah. Your yeah, own one more thing new rules godard's yeah. breathless no but godard's breathless breathless yeah. uh yeah. you know like you know like make your own innovate uh, or, or lynch innovate make your, yeah right but yeah. you can't, you, you, yeah, go ahead. That's all. Okay, I'm sorry. Make it I got... visceral, make it authentic. If you're not going to do that, why the fuck are we here? I would like, be, we yeah. paid $15, like make us feel something. Yeah, exactly. Reach out to us as the audience. Think of the audience for once. You fucking got up your own asshole. <laughs> oh, fucking. All right. shit. Okay. Listen. All right. Sorry. Go. I got two minutes. <laughs> we got two minutes on the clock. I got to, I got to get this in because I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about it. And that's the other real standout in this, which is you have a, a another young actor who seems like he's a great actor. He seems like he's a great guy, and I and I, and I really wish the best for him. And I mean that sincerely. Oh God! You have Oof. this uh, character, Jovan. Uh, his name is Jovan Adepo, and he plays Sidney Palmer. And he's playing this character of he's the he's the recurring motif of the trumpeter that you're seeing in the film. And um, obviously, he's but this. And and they're and they're trying to unpack some complicated, you know, themes and history around race and film and you know, sort of how you know how black people were used in that time period and things like that and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But what I think is just such a fucking disservice to this actor, and to the subject matter, and to what's you know, the, the history of this. The history, is that, yeah. Is that he and literally, the potential, the potential, the potential for where that could have gone? Yeah. Is that yeah. is that is that you? He is utilized in such a way that, and he's on the poster. This guy's name is on the poster, but he doesn't have any fucking lines, and he's not even he's a, a character. Cutout. He's a cardboard yeah. cutout. He's actually yeah. you're actually doing to him yes. what these what the point is that you're trying to make that you know what the, know. Yeah. What the yeah. films in yeah. the 30s he's and 20s did. This movie to such an extent that you don't even realize he's a main character. Like, you know, until the very end, you're like, oh, he's a main character, but he has no lines and no scenes and no character development, but you're using him as a prop. He has a a cultural point and it's really sick. Like it's literally like 
shitty. It's, in, it's insulting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really so. insulting. And so anyway, that's a whole nother dimension. So Otherwise, I hope. Bo- bo- yeah. Bottom line, we loved it. <laughs> I had a ball. You had a ball. Oh, guys! Hopefully, hopefully you understood a little bit of lit why we had to uh, dive into this. All right, the the hour is you, over. You have been also, you have been warned. You have yes. been, you warned. been warned. Also, go out and watch Day of the Locust. Watch mm-hmm. the Bad and the Beautiful. Watch the you know the the big Sunset knife, Boulevard. Sunset Boulevard. Mulholland Drive. There's a lot of great whatever happened to Baby Jade. There's a mm. really there's a lot of great Hollywood yeah. movies out there that are about the dark side of Hollywood. This is not that. This is a yeah. no, no. A this fraud. is about this is a fraud. Th- this is about th- <laughs> this movie is about the dark side of Hollywood 2022. Um, right. Yeah. That's what it's yeah, about. So yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. okay. Uh, yeah. If you want to know that's the real it. dark side of Hollywood, watch this movie. Yeah, exactly. 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 Entitlement. All right. So anyway, that's it. We got we we abide by the rules here at one fucking hour. That is one fucking hour. Uh, but but uh, hopefully, hopefully everybody understood a little bit of why we had to. I mean, we're on vacation. We're not supposed to be working right we're, now. I know. Um, and, but, but hopefully Christmas, everybody... Uh, yeah, Christmas, New Year's. Hopefully everybody understands why we had to jump on the mic, why we had to do this, um, you know, because this is a movie that is opening it, wide it, in January. Yeah. And, and coming we felt to you. Coming to you right now. Be warned. And we wanted this to is our warn civic, you. This is our civic duty. Yes. yes. And this is Arm in the running. With this, knowledge. this movie is in the running for honestly take it from me okay i know i say some hyperbolic things on this show but take it from me this literally is one of the worst movies i have ever seen and uh it doesn't get worse than this it's hard to get worse like dogma i agree i hate dogma but dogma has walk in the characters scenes jason muse is there it's it's all happening brother this movie has nothing, n- yeah. literally nothing, and, and it vomits in your face and shits, and it on, shits your head. on you and yep. vomits on yep. you and abuses you. This is bad. This is as bad as to it no gets. avail. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Anyway. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we're we're done here. Can we, can we're we done. Well, the hour is over. I mean, we're the oh, hour sorry, is over. Sorry, sorry, I know. Sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But anyway, this is a special emergency. Unfortunately, we won't have a moment of zen because the moment is really just the whole fucking movie. So if you really the are, moment is three hours. This is a three hour and nine minute moment. <laughs> the moment is you buying that ticket. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah, it, is. yeah. yeah. it is. So all right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for uh, indulging us as we indulged Mr. Damien Chazelle with his movie. And uh, we will be back uh, with our regularly scheduled programming. Probably, I think, um, sometime into the new year, probably, you know, maybe maybe, maybe beginning of week two of the new year, we'll come back with King of Comedy, One Fucking Hour in King of Comedy, a real fucking movie. Um, and we'll talk about that and we'll get into it and we'll be back uh, doing what we love to do. But Tom, I also know that you wanted to cover a lot of more new release films. So this might be a start of a new tradition on the show. You know, uh, just again, just a reflection on uh, how much fun it seemed like we had and, and the viewers who watched it had on our a hate, hate, hate this uh, movie. Uh, it was more fun than I even thought it would be. And I thought maybe we could um, extend it and uh, take a, a, a glance at uh, the atrocities that are happening, you know, uh, now. And again, it's going full circle. That's sort of where this was happening and why we wound up seeing Babylon. So uh, we'll see. Um, we're going to keep an eye on the new garbage that comes out and yeah. uh, and report back possibly, you know, dependent on what actually is coming out. You know, I maybe will, it's a renaissance. Yeah, I yeah, will we'll survive. We we will survive these films for you. OK, that's how much we love you. Um, but anyway, OK, everybody, <laughs> thanks so much uh, for checking out this week's episode. Don't see this movie unless you're a real masochist. Um, but that's why we did it to, to warn you. You have to really yeah. be on a special level to even make it through this. But anyway, all right, everybody, uh, we will catch you again in the new year. Have a great new year. Safe new year. We'll, we will talk to new you year. soon. Happy new year, everybody. Yep. And uh, we will see you Happy. soon. All right, everybody. Take care for now. Bye. See, see you next year.